money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. I'm Dave Van Oppen, along with my wife, Rebecca. Good morning, Rebecca. Hi, it's great to be here. It is good to have you. This is the show, the inaugural show, the first show of a new radio show about money. Most of you who have been listening may have heard of the Financial Fitness Show with Lynn Fraser. I've been on the show for a number of years, and we are going to pick up the mantle and carry that on. So we're just asking you to join us and, and come along for the journey where we talk about your money, your money stories, money issues. Uh, anything else you want to add, Rebecca? Well, of course, my, my uh, heart for the people is their hearts. So mm. all the heart issues that go along with money and around money, and there are a pile of them. Uh, if we're willing to take a look. So that's what we're hoping to do with Let's Talk Money. Mm-hmm. So maybe by way of introduction, because not everybody who's listening may know you or me for that matter. We've been married for 25 years. Yes. We run a, a company, a financial fitness company, financial fitness company called More Than Enough, where we help people in the uh, the application of the principles that we're going to talk about on this show. Yes. And a lot of what we're going to be doing is uh, talking uh, about scripture and what God, how God sees things. And to the best of our ability, we're going to communicate that to you. As it was mentioned by our friend already this morning, there is a great need for conversation around money uh, with within the church especially, but within our families, within our community, and how do we talk money? And that's one of the things that, uh, why we called it Let's Talk Money, because it's a great need uh, out there. And we're just maybe full of shame, and we need encouragement to uh, step aside from our shame and the things that are burdening us and to just get honest about it. So Let's Talk Money is going to be, we're going to be bringing on guests who are going to talk about specific issues. We're going to bring on some experts. We're also going to just bring on people who have money stories that that they're willing to, to allow us to all enter into that story and just allow us to, to share their their successes. Some of them are actually going to come on and share their failures and say, this is where I've been, but this is what makes up the money story. So we're going to be talking about money in so many different ways. I'm pretty excited. Uh, I know, um, and if you know me a little bit, I love to talk about money. <laughs> so this is what the show is going to get to do. I just get to bring everybody into that. So total fun. So Rebecca, one of the places, uh, just so that the listeners know that we're not making up this stuff, that we aren't totally experts in every single field, where do we get most of our education around money? Well, a lot of... Uh, our understanding uh, for us, even in the business we run at More Than Enough, is uh, comes from Scripture and what has God said about 
money and stuff and his way of doing things or the world's way. And I guess I just want to say right off the bat, Dave and I don't have this all tucked nicely under our belt and we're perfect in any way. We have our own issues. We have things that we've been working through for 25 years in our marriage. But we do want this to be a place where we can share what we see God saying to us and to uh, his people and to encourage you and admonish you and exhort you, uh, perhaps sometimes stronger sometimes than others. If any of my friends are listening, they'll be laughing when they say that because I can get quite passionate because as Dave likes to talk about money, I like to talk about Jesus. So uh, this is... What, are you saying <laughs> that I don't like to talk about Jesus? <laughs> well, no, you do. I <laughs> Yeah, he does. I believe me, he does. He's very good at it too, but... Uh, We're quite a combination bringing these two pieces together because he's the practical guy. And and that's what you'll also be seeing. Our desire is at the end of every show, we're going to leave you with a practical piece of homework, let's say, that you can take away from the show. So that is our desire for what you're going to hear from us. Okay, so so we're, we're going to have some, a little bit of education. We're going to have a little bit of uh, maybe information. Certainly, we're going to have lots of inspiration, right? <laughs> and, and then the practical piece at the end where we say, you know what? We also want you... To- we want this show to also have some implementation. And mm-hmm. man, I came up with all those Asians just off the cuff, just <laughs> like that. Go. Way to go. <laughs> so one of the, the reason, and, and in this show, we really wanted to start by just highlighting why we're here. And there's going to, I love, I love our current, uh, it's a love-hate relationship with the current social media and the ability to communicate. Um, but we do want to hear from you. If you've got a comment, uh, if you want a feedback, we're on Facebook at More Than Enough on Facebook. You can you can look us up there. You can go to the website, morethanenough.ca, and there's always ways to link back to the office for comments or, or even questions. If there's something that you would like to see on the show, um, get a hold of us through social media. Get a hold of us through the website morethanenough.ca and uh, we love to take those things that are important to you bring them on the show and find out how we can inspire educate and then uh, implement some of the things that are are keen on your hearts and uh, for your money story I want to go back to what you said just a, a few minutes ago Rebecca just about hey, we are not, our story isn't finished. Every day, uh, we live the same life you do. We're a single income family uh, living in this crazy world that we do where there's marketing and media telling us that we need to buy stuff that you know we can absolutely not live without. Uh, we've just come back from uh, a little bit of a holiday. And again, when you disconnect and, and you all of a sudden realize that, Wow, there's there's just a lot of pressure out there to to buy stuff and and the need, especially when you're you don't have really a reason to shop and you're just walking around like you do on holiday or walking around the mall and just looking and doing some shopping and you realize, oh, 
we we need um, some tools. We need some things to keep us from buying in, and I use that in quotes, buying into the the marketing and the media that are out there. So, Rebecca, I know you've got a scripture on your heart that you want to share in this first show. So have at her. Okay. So I uh, the scripture that uh, we chose for this morning comes from Matthew 6, and I'm going to read it in a minute. And it's a, a scripture... Um, that a lot of people have heard, I'm sure. And I would just, if you're tuning in and listening to this, don't turn off your ears to the scripture. Because what happens is, I think when we hear a scripture that we've already heard, we just shut it off. So I guess my prayer for us this morning, and for Dave and I, and even sitting here, that we will be tuned in to what God is saying to us through his word. So I'm going to read Matthew 6, 19 to 21. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So this morning, did you wake up and ask yourself, oh, I wonder where my treasure is today? I can't imagine that that was the first thought on your mind. It wasn't certainly the first thought on my mind. Oh, come on. Yeah, no, I don't think so. It was more like, oh, we got to get going and get the kids out of the house. I think my first thought was, is it morning already? (laughs) Um, There are a lot of situations and circumstances and details that grab our attention that take us away from even thinking about the word of God, that we may have stress and worry about our money and our bank accounts, but we stress and worry. We're not necessarily going to scripture and making an intentional effort and saying, what is God saying? So in this moment this morning, I want you to think about what is God saying to you through this word? Where your treasure is, your heart will be also. I hadn't given this verse a lot of thought until my son came to me with a devotional he has, and it comes out of a stewardship math program we have. We're home educators, um, as well as running a business, so um, yes, it's kind of crazy, but it's good. Um, (laughs) We chose to give him this curriculum this year, which is uh, Diversion from Saxon. Any homeschooling people out there who know are cringing when I say Saxon math, but it's a really practical stewardship math program about interest, income, taxes, all kinds of stuff. It is American, so you have to work around that. But uh, but there's a devotional that comes with it. And the writer of the devotional the other day, uh, when Justice was reading this to me, uh, this is what he said. His name is Stephen Demi. When the heart is right, the wallet will be right. I'm going to say that again. When the heart is right, the wallet will be right. The converse is also valid. If your wallet is experiencing problems... If your wallet, your bank account, is experiencing problems, take heed and ask God to show you what is not right in your heart. Ask him to search, heal, and change your heart. I know that you may not... I, when I read it, I thought, wow, I, I hadn't really thought of it in the converse. If I'm having trouble in my bank account, I need to ask what is going on in my heart. If I've just overspent on jewelry, clothing, uh, Starbucks, and books, which maybe are my thing, or many, many of us <laughs> like those things. You know, for Dave, it might be cars or, or 
something to fix our house. But if we've overspent in those areas and we keep overspending, we need to look at our heart and what is going on there and what is God saying is going on. Because I can come to you and say, oh, I think this is going on. But God sees your heart way clearer than your neighbor does or even your husband or your kids. And it just takes courage. So today, I just want to leave you with that. Where your treasure is, your heart will be also. So where is your treasure? Mm -hmm. And that reminds me, I believe it may have been George Whitfield or one of those uh, great men of faith from, from England who said, there are really four conversions. And the last conversion uh, is the conversion of your wallet. So the conversion of your heart, the conversion of your your um, daily life. Uh, I forget what the third one is, but the fourth one is is the conversion of your wallet. And that just plays into that idea of, wow, um, the evidence, a really great place to look at the evidence of what's going on in your heart is in your bank account, is in your wallet. And as we surrender this piece, and again, Christ said it best, where your heart is, there your treasure is. Christ constantly, through the scriptures, was always trying to, to give us pictures of what was capturing our heart. Right? And what is the competition for our heart? You know, the rich young ruler who comes up to Jesus and says, hmm, how do I get eternal life? He'd been doing all the right mm -hmm. stuff, mm -hmm. and yet he knew within his heart that something wasn't right. And so Christ addresses that and says, well, you still got this money issue. And, and again, we'll probably highlight that scripture like, at, yes, in yeah. another show. But I just, I just love that we're starting the show. And that's really why we're here is to say, Let's have a discussion, a conversation uh, with you, the listener, and, and with the guests that we bring on around what is competing for our heart. And, and let's be honest uh, together. And maybe we can commit to doing that right here in the first show that we'll be honest. Rebecca and I, we're going to be honest with you. Uh, and, and if you'll be honest as well, then we can see that God will invade. It's a good thing that God replaces what is taking priority in our hearts and, and sets himself up there. That's a really good thing. And I think that's one of the things we are talking about. The, our, we use the phrase often at the office, the big why. Why are we here? Why, why do we do more than enough? Why, why are you even listening? Why should we care that, that our treasure is in stuff and not in heaven um that those are hard questions that you have to ask honestly and i can't answer those for you i can answer them for me and i think i'm still answering them mm -hmm. there are things that over the years god has freed me from because i've taken those as treasures mm -hmm. over him and i will say the greatest contentment is when I find my contentment in him alone. And that is really one of the core reasons why we're here. Because no stuff, no bank account, no promise, no ad, no TV. We were just looking at TVs two days ago. <laughs> we're like, wow, those are really big. That would be really nice. But, you know, does does that all of a sudden occupy my heart? Does that Do I start coveting that treasure? And then it takes the place of Jesus in my own heart. So... Um, we're just on this journey together and talking about these things. But that goes to the big why. Mm -hmm. One of the other things talking about the big why, uh, you know, is just to, to realize that it's, 
this is not a financial dieting show. And I think we can say that up front again, that as you listen, it's not about whether uh, we should buy that big, big screen TV using that example, but to recognize that if the TV is actually going to replace God in our lives, that's where we need to have the check. Uh, that's where we need to look at our hearts and say, what's our motivation? Is is the bigger TV simply because we were at our neighbor's place and he's got a big TV, so I need a big TV? Or is it just that, well, we need a TV and we have the money to do it. Let's go get it. And so in a lot of, in a lot of ways, the, the guests and, and the, the discussions that we're going to have are going to re- not, not revolve around constantly having, being on a financial diet, so to speak. But knowing where your money is going and knowing what's important to you and finding contentment in being content with how your money is flowing through your family. Money is made to flow. It's not made to to stay static. It's made to move. That's why we call it currency. (laughs) It's made to move. Uh, And so what we found, and and Rebecca, again, you mentioned it, that we're training our children with a curriculum so that as they're young, they learn how to how that currency works and and how that flows through and my experience in in the last 10 years being in this uh, financial space uh, there is very little education there's very little um in and out finding out how money is actually supposed to flow um one of the guests i know we're going to have on in in a few weeks is from compass canada and that's a wonderful curriculum that is going to help just educate what is the purpose of money how does it it work how does it interact with us and how does it interact with us and god so again why are we here we want to bring some of these pieces to you so that you've got one source you can come to the podcast you can come to the radio show where wherever it's posted on chri's uh, site or on morethanenough.ca on our site because we want you to come back to these shows and listen to them again as we as we tackle these issues and say oh that that issue wasn't relevant to me three weeks ago, but boy, it's now relevant. And that's, again, I love technology for the ability to archive and to, to keep those shows so that you can always come back to them. Yeah, I, I was just thinking that the one thing that really excites us about even being here is that um, we are starting conversations about money mm-hmm. and we are discovering uh you know, when it's like when you go, you're working out with your trainer and uh, or uh, you haven't trained in two weeks and you meet someone who's like totally fit and then you feel like you're guilty and you have to dump out your whole story and explain why you haven't worked out for two weeks. Um, we hear that often when we say that we're, we were financial coaches uh, more than enough and we hear a lot of stories and I'm like, I just wanted to buy a loaf of bread. I didn't need to hear your story. But you feel people feel this need because there's this underlying guilt and we want to take the conversation out of the guilt place and just say, this is the way it is. I love what David does in his coaching and he says, you know, what's done is done. Let's be forward thinking. Let's look at the plan. Let's come together and make a plan for what's already been done. You know, you, you release forgiveness for past mistakes. 
but you don't stay covered in shame. You know what? We're all in the same boat. We're mm-hmm. all on level ground, and we don't see ourselves that way. We see, look at our neighbor, and we see all this great stuff that they have, and they think, oh, man, they've got it all together. Well, you have no idea how in trouble uh, Canada is. And I, I was just, we were just talking about some of those statistics a few weeks ago. What was it? One in eight Canadian households spend 250% of their income? There are all kinds of statistics. In fact, uh, we're, if, if you've been listening to the news recently, uh, some of the changes that are going on in, in the Canadian economy, tightening up mortgage rules, um, making it more difficult for people to actually get in debt, which, which for the last 10 years ha- has really been one of the, the missions of More Than Enough is to be a voice to say, uh, hey, we, we need to change how we're doing that. And the statistics now have, have really come to a head and, and we're starting to see legislation catch up. And if you, again, know anything about legislation, it's always behind the ball. There, there's a crisis happening and okay, let's start legislating our way out of the crisis. Doesn't Legislating isn't going to help the crisis. Mm-hmm. Changing the heart Right. is going to change the crisis because as we all we're in the middle of that as well Rebecca and I and 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 I'm sure some of the listeners know that there is financial stress and and yes. God has said listen I gave you money I gave you resources so that you could let my light shine in the world around you. I mean, what would it look like for the church, for us, the people in the church, during this financial crisis to be going over to their neighbor and not being stressed out about money and actually being able to have a conversation? Hey, let's talk money. Yeah, we're we're in the same boat you are, but we're not stressed about it. Well, why aren't you stressed about it? Well, because God says that when we trust him, he's going to mm-hmm. take care of our needs. Well, that alone is a testimony of God's faithfulness and his grace and and having that conversation with your neighbor you know across the for for guys it's across the back of the truck right yeah. so you know he's on one side I'm yeah, on the other you're side you're not and, normally yeah. asking them how they just bought their brand new Dodge Ram truck you're not well, even normally. you know what? sometimes that's where the conversation starts so oh man love the truck how are you guys paying for this because my goodness we can't and and that's how it starts right again that's part Part of the why we're here is to begin to give some tools so that you can say. And even knowing how how to help people have that conversation because there is defensiveness and shame and guilt around Mm -hmm. money. There, Mm -hmm. it's it comes in spades. It's amazing. And how do you do? How do you start a conversation in grace because you're concerned for somebody? I mean, sometimes the reaction isn't what you would like it to be, but that's okay. Um, sometimes God points you in the direction of people to help them, or he points you in the direction of places like More Than Enough, to because mm-hmm. f- we do coaching at, at our, our workplace and help people be accountable in their financial journey. Because some of us, some of us, me included, need regular accountability mm-hmm. in areas of my life so that I can be God-honoring. And because I know that we get bombarded by, what, 6,000 ads a day? Uh, telling us we need stuff. And that was a big shift for me last week. I'd say to Dave on our holiday, oh, I need a Starbucks. Well, actually, I want a Starbucks. I don't need one. And just changing that language to recognize, that's a simple thing, but that was a, it's a big thing to change your language. I want that TV. I don't need it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. And, and, and again, the, the admission of that brings freedom. Yes. The, the admission yes. of that. Yes. Th- there is nothing wrong with wanting a Starbucks. 
if you've got the five bucks or the, the ten six bucks or, or the, the seven, seven. <laughs> with, with the exchange rate, the ten. Anyway. You know, me as the Dutch guy is just you know shuddering. <laughs> no, he literally but, uh, stayed in bed and had his coffee in the in the condo, and I went out and got one. <laughs> And that's okay because we had the six bucks and I refuse to spend it. But as we go through, we we really just, you know, again, want to see the replacement. Going back to your scripture that you read earlier, what is it that's in competition for your heart? Right. And so, you know, Jesus talks and money is there. He, he addresses it straight up. Sixteen of the parables that Jesus speaks uh, in the New Testament talks about this competition for your heart and what that does and how that replaces God. And so I've got a couple practical applications that we want to do just before we, we wrap up here. If you want to have a look and you have the courage to do it then print out your bank statement for the last, say, 60 days and take an accounting there and ask yourself some just some pertinent questions. Does my bank account reflect what I say I value? So are the things I'm spending money, does, does that reflect the bank so account? So let me just interject there, and it's this. Oh, I love to give money to... Uh, uh, third world countries. I love to give my money to pastors in other nations. If you look at your bank account and you haven't any money given to those things, then there's a disconnect. There's a disconnect. And then it's making the change. Yes. So, so there's your homework, your practical application for today. Ask yourself, look at your bank account statement and ask yourself the question, Does is it reflecting what my heart is? And if it's not, then if you have a spouse, then you want to say, you know what, I'm, I'm, this is a place where you can not be content. <laughs> I'm not content with where we're allocating the money. Let's make some changes and let's figure out how to do that together. And so that may, may mean you got to get on the same page and, and figure out what's important to you and what's important to your spouse. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Is that a good homework? I think that that's a big one enough, if you're willing. And if any of you do it and discover some things, please let us know. But mm-hmm. like, go to our Facebook page or go to morethanenough.ca and leave a comment because we love to hear these stories. Um, and it takes courage. So don't, uh, just do it. Mm. Be scared, but do it scared. <laughs> that's what Joyce Meyer says. <laughs> well, we're going we're gonna to leave it on that. I do want to... Uh, to Take the time to, as we come to the end of this first show, to just say thank you. Thank you to the listeners. Thank you to the people who are going to listen. And, and, and thank you to the Lord for the things that he has done for us. And so let's just take a minute to say thank you to the Lord. So, Lord, we, we do want to give you glory. We want to honor you with all that we have. Lord, we're committing here today to to not replace you with stuff, to not replace you with the things that um, that are of this world, but to look at your scripture and to take it at face value and say, Let, we want to invest in the things that are heavenly, in the things that have eternal value. And so, Lord, we know we need your wisdom, we need your discipline, we need your Holy Spirit in our lives, and so we just welcome that, and we ask you to give us that in spades. We ask you to give us that in immense. And so we just ask all these things in Christ's name. Well, we've come to the end of our first show, Let's Talk Money, with Dave and Reb. What do you think, Reb? That was lots of fun. 
Thank you for listening. If you'd like to hear uh, this show again, you can hear it on chri.ca or morethanenough.ca. Download it. Listen to it again. Do your homework. Share it on Facebook. If you've got comments that you want to feed back to us, we'd love to hear those comments. Facebook's a great way to do that. We do Twitter as well. Next week, we're going to have, uh, we're going to honor our veterans. We're going to have a financial veteran on the show who's going to share his money story. Uh, It's going to be awesome. I'm excited about that. So thanks for listening. Come in and tune in next week and uh, let's talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.